just can't buy. I don't care too much for money. Money can't buy me love. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Time now for Money, Riches, and Wealth. Here's your host, Drew Tignanelli. This is Drew Tignanelli here Money, Riches, and Wealth. And co-host tonight is Christopher John O'Shea. Yes, sir, Chris? Drew. Good to be with you. Yeah, it's good to be with you. Good to be and, with you. Uh, lo- love the song. Love the song. It's uh, about 60 years old now, but it's still kind of catchy. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Anyway, we're here on an open show tonight, Chris, 410-922-6680 is the way to call in, 410-922-6680 is the way to call in and and uh, ask your question, direct the conversation any way you want to go, any topic you want to talk about, you know, and tax planning tends to be a very popular topic. We log every single caller that comes in what the topic is that they want to talk about, and Social Security and tax planning are two of the top topics topics that they like to talk about but we can talk about anything you want to deal if it deals with your money we want we're here to address it with you 410-922-6680 is the way to call in and ask your question uh chris uh, while we wait to see if anybody does call in we have any topics to talk about and and uh you know pontificate on well until I, I, they do well we don't necessarily we don't have to pontificate on this one but we i'm sure we will but it's the just an update on the irs because we, recently we had somebody who tried to get money back in 21 right because they had paid some money some estimates the irs lost track of it didn't know what was going on and they tried all of 21 to call them uh probably 22 also and there was just no response it didn't matter when you called um, didn't matter how many times you called, you just didn't get anybody. And so <clears throat> to being more responsive <clears throat> now this year, um, and, uh, but it's still something where you've, you know, a phone call is a lot better trying to sort through some things than oftentimes just dealing with them through the mail. There's no doubt about that. I have had that uh, many phone calls. And, you know, you're right. About a year and a half ago, uh, you could not, probably not even a year ago, you could not get through. Uh, no matter what I tried, I would call at 7 a.m. exactly when the clock turned, 7 a.m., and they would give me a message that they're overloaded. I mean, uh, how can you be overloaded? The the clock just ticks 7 o'clock. What the heck? You know, and... Uh, and but nowadays I can call at nine, ten, four, whatever. And normally within ten, fifteen minutes at the very most. A lot of times it's two, three minutes. I get through to somebody. Now gotta keep in mind we are talking to a special line for tax preparers. So I can't attest to what the ten forty line is for the general public, but for tax preparers at least they are manning those phones now and handling them and we're getting these things resolved but we're getting more and more clients that have had issues with the irs saying you didn't make this payment or whatever and we're going to have we have to keep going back to them and proving no here it is here's the here's the the deposit here's the receipt confirmation from you here's the, the you know the check please take care of this and they you know normally are so that's a good thing. Anyway, we have a caller online right now, right? We do. Yeah, let's go to Jerry then, Chris. Hi, Jerry. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you doing tonight? Great. How are you? Great. Awesome. I'm doing awesome. So I am 55. I'm going to retire between 
63 and 65. I have about 100K in a traditional IRA from companies I worked at. I'm working for the federal government at the moment. I have a separate TSP account. But from past employers where I worked, I have I just always rolled over the Right. Oh, uh, yeah. rolled it all over into a Vanguard account. I have like a hundred K in there. And, okay. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm debating whether I should convert that traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. Well, I mean, wh- what are you going to do in retirement? Are you going to live in Maryland? I am not sure. I am considering other states where maybe it's better taxed, but that's just a state tax. And it still would be a federal tax, to, I guess. With. Well, but you see, you see, Jerry, when you're making a Roth conversion, it's all about the tax rate you're in at the time you convert it. So if you start converting that in Maryland, you're going to pay eight and a half percent income tax on that in Maryland. If you move to another state that's a much more tax friendly state for you and you start to convert that and you don't pay any state taxes, that's an eight and a half percent tax savings that I'd want to capture and I wouldn't want to be converting now. That's just one of many issues. You're also, you know, making more money now, so there's a chance that you might be able to pay less taxes on it, converting it after you start retiring and moving to another state. So that's uh, those are the kind of considerations I'd be thinking about rather than, you know, trying to force the issue now. Okay. So the idea is to wait until decisions are more firm and maybe I'm making less money, maybe in retirement I'm making the same amount but you got to consider so, mostly looking at the state you're in when you want to decide if you want to convert that's to one of the issues the key what? to the roth conversion jerry is always this what total tax bracket am i in at the time i convert what total tax bracket do i expect to be in in the future when i withdraw and if i expect to be in the same or higher bracket in the future i want to do the roth uh, I mean, uh, you know, I want to do the Roth higher, the same or lower in the future. I want to do uh, the Roth if I'm uh, going to be in a, uh, you know, lower bracket in the future. I want to move to the, uh, you know, I want to stay in the traditional IRA. Anyway, it's all about tax bracket. That's the point. So get your plan solidified. Trump era tax breaks ending in like a year or so. I mean, you're only talking a couple percent. And remember, there's a lot of negatives to the, especially people that live in Maryland. You're going to get your full state income tax deduction in a couple of years. So these people who are saying that, they don't know necessarily what they're talking about. So be careful. All right. Okay. I got to go. I got to go to traffic and take a break. And we'll be right back. We're on an open show. 410-922-6680. Take it away, traffic. This is Drew Tignanelli, and I have a question for you. Is your financial advisor a doctor of personal financial advice? Do you get strategies to reduce taxation, Social Security, Medicare advice, sophisticated retirement planning, investment allocation strategies, estate planning, or help with any issue of money? It is time you do a financial physical with me and my team at the consulate and experience the difference. You hear the depth of knowledge we have about personal finance, so do a financial physical and you'll experience what we believe an advisor should do for you. They should be independent, experienced, credentialed, fee-only, comprehensive fiduciaries. They should be a doctor of personal finance and not salespeople selling you products. 
Set up an introductory meeting by calling 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or go online, financialphysical.com. That's financialphysical.com. It's time you experience the difference. back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. We must have been a stimulating first half of the quarter of the show, Chris, because nobody called in while we were on our break. Uh, if you want to call in, well, people don't want to just—they people just don't want to wait on the phone call for uh, on the line for us. Now we're here; they're ready to call. So there's a lot of open phone lines as we listen to Earth, Wind, and Fire, right? Yeah, I was going to guess that, too. <laughs> yeah, but she were. <laughs> Anita just shook her head at me. It's like, no, he wasn't. <laughs> she knew I knew that, you know. <laughs> 410-922-6680 is the way to call in and ask your question, just like Jerry did. Jerry was a great question, you know, Roth Convergence. Um, and that's a big rumor going around that the Trump tax breaks are ending in, in two years. You need to convert while interest rates are low, while tax rates are low. You know, and there there is some minor truth to that for certain people. You know, you do need to consider that. But uh, it's it's probably a limited group of people that are going to consider that, especially if you're living in Maryland and thinking to yourself, hey, you know, in three or four or five years, I'm going to retire and I'm going to move to a different state and they have lower tax rates or whatever than Maryland does. So, yeah, you would uh, you would want to wait until you get out of Maryland because you're deferring your taxes in an eight and a half percent state and you're going to move to a state with a lower tax bracket. So that would be uh, the way to do it. That's the whole key to the Roth conversion is is uh, converting when your tax rates are lower and you expect them to be higher in the future or potentially at least the same. Anyway, we're on an open show. 410-922-6680 is the way to call in and ask your question. 410-922-6680. All lines are open, so you can feel free to call in now and you'll have yourself uh, first up, whoever uh, that is. It's... Will in Pikesville, right, Chris? It is. Yeah, I got close to spelling it correctly. Pikesville. Pikesville. <laughs> Go ahead. Will, welcome to the show. Hi, Drew. Thank you. Um, can you talk about the five-year waiting period for um, conversion Roths as opposed to the contributory Roths? For, I just read something. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, so let me, let me ask you. Well, the, the five years not just for contributory. There's... There's a couple five-year rules when the Roth comes in there. But how old are you, Will? Just for you know, for your I'm I'm retiring this year. So you're over 60 years of age, right? Oh yeah. Okay. So let me let me class clarify this. Okay. There's two five-year rules when it comes to Roth IRAs. Okay. One is that in order for your Roth IRA to be 100% tax-free. You have to uh, be 59 and a half years of age and you have had to had a Roth account open for at least five years. Okay? okay? So let's say in 1998 I put $1 into a Roth account and then uh, I never do another contribution to a Roth IRA and I'm 65 years old today and I convert 
all of my IRA, all my 401k money over to Roth, and I pay the taxes on it because I'm over 60 or 59 and a half years of age, and because I had that $1 Roth open since 1998, I'm 100% tax-free from that minute forward on my Roth conversion. You say, now, wait a minute, Drew. Conversions have a five-year rule of their own, right? And the answer is yes. yes but only the five-year conversion rule on, on uh, that five-year conversion rule is for under 59 and a half years of age. So let's say I'm 40 years of age and I convert $10,000 over to a Roth IRA. I have to wait five years until I can take that 10,000 out that I converted without paying a penalty on the $10,000 that I converted. Minute I turn 59 and a half and I do a conversion, there is no 10% penalty anymore because once you're 59 and a half, you can take anything out of your IRA without penalty. So there's two different rules. One is you have to have a Roth open for at least five years for the whole account, growth, interest, and dividends to be tax-free. And then you have the conversion rule that if you're under 59 and a half years of age and you convert money and pay taxes on it, you'll pay a penalty on it also if you take that money out before five years is up. Now this gets really complicated because there's what's called charging rules. Charging rules means what's the order of the money when it comes out of the Roth. Contributions come out first, conversions come out second, interest dividends and capital gains come out third so you know i mean it can get pretty complicated if you want to will <laughs> am, am right. i confused well, javen more <laughs> no 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 you've answered my question because i read an article i went to the irs website and i read their stuff and it implied that even after 59 and a half every conversion has its own five-year timer and there's no way to, the, the that's what i it got the implication was there was no way to, to get at your money, at least for five years, even if you're over 60. So no. you're telling me something completely different, which I'm happy because I've, I've had a, a Roth IRA for years, so that's not an issue. No, it's uh, as long as I have a Roth in existence for at least five years after I've turned 59 and a half and I do a conversion... I I, uh, I immediately eliminate the five-year rule on whether the interest dividends and growth of that money will be tax-free after I start withdrawing it um, from that point on. And there is no 10% penalty anymore because I was already over 59 and a half. So there's, you know, I'm not sure what exactly or how the wording was written in there, but that's the way the Roth uh, situation works. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. All right, sir. Good question. Excellent question. Great. Th thanks for calling, Will. Okay, we've got uh, Gary next up from Columbia. Gary, hi. Welcome to the show. Hey, Drew and everybody. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Yeah, Gary. My question has to do with long-term care insurance. Okay. Let's suppose you have a long-term care insurance policy and you qualify under that policy to receive you know, daily benefit income. Okay. Is how is that income from the insurance company treated? Is that considered 
So that falls that falls under what's called the 1098 uh, LTC. So you get a tax form. So, uh, for example, my mother gets long-term care benefits, okay? So I get a tax form at the end of the year saying, hey, you got $78,000 of long-term care benefits, okay? So I enter that into the tax form, and, I, and it's a unique form. You, you probably would have a hard time finding it. But uh, you enter that into the tax form, and then you say, well, how much did you pay for medical care? assisted living or long-term care for your mother during that period of time and if it's 78,000 or more it's 100% tax-free and, and the difference over and above what I paid and what the long-term care paid I can now carry forward to the medical insurance deduction or if it's less then any money I got more than what I actually paid is income taxable to me does that help you I think so. it was a little confusing, but I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but it's a it's an interesting form that you have to fill out. So again, it's very you know I look at it as just think of it simply: if you receive sixty thousand and you paid sixty thousand, it's tax free. If you receive sixty thousand and you only paid fifty thousand for care, that next ten thousand dollars is taxable to you, even though you made. Uh, premium payments for years prior to that. that That's irrelevant. Happen. Oh, my. It's the amount of care. It's the amount of money we're you put out. We're running short here, out. Drew. What's that? We're, 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 we're running short so here. So you can hold on, Gary, and we'll answer that more when we get back if no one else is online. 410-922-6680. we got to go to traffic. Take it away, traffic. This is Drew Tignanelli, and I have a question for you. Is your financial advisor a doctor of personal financial advice? Do you get strategies to reduce taxation, Social Security, Medicare advice, sophisticated retirement planning, investment allocation strategies, estate planning, or help with any issue of money? It is time you do a financial physical with me and my team at the consulate and experience the difference. You hear the depth of knowledge we have about personal finance, so do a financial physical and you'll experience what we believe an advisor should do for you. They should be independent, experienced, credentialed, fee-only, comprehensive fiduciaries. They should be a doctor of personal finance and not salespeople selling you products. Set up an introductory meeting by calling 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or go online, financialphysical.com. That's financialphysical.com. It's time you experience the difference. Now back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. We're back. Money, Riches, and Wealth. We're here on an open show. That means that you're uh, the guest, uh, you're the guest, your listeners can direct the conversation. And if you want to direct that conversation, the way to do that is 410-922-6680. Call in. There's n other than Gary, I think Gary's still out there. We're going to go to him in a second. Other than Gary, you'll be the next up if you want to call in and ask a question. 410-922-6680. And let's go back to Gary. Gary, you're still there. 
Yes, I am. Great. And, I, and I, I think I kind of understand sufficiently right now for what you're saying, but I have a related question. Okay. That has, that has to do with the payments that you make to, like, say, an assisted living facility. Um, is, are, they, are those payments considered medical? Okay, so now this is where it really gets interesting, okay? So um, usually when you're making a payment to an assisted living facility, it's probably somewhere around 30, 40, 50% that might be tax deductible uh, and would be considered, um, you know, um, you know, and, and now in the, in your situation though, if your long-term care benefits are for an assisted living facility, they would be a hundred percent deductible and offsetable by that LTC 1098 or 1098 LTC. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, so if you have a hundred thousand dollars in assisted living and you got a hundred thousand dollars from your long-term care policy for assisted living then it would be deductible say that one more time that very last statement so if if you got um let's just use sixty thousand okay mm -hmm. so let's say you got sixty thousand dollars from a long-term care policy Yes. to pay for long-term care benefits or assisted living benefits, mm -hmm. and you paid out $60,000 for an assisted living facility, they would offset each other, and your, your benefits you received from long-term care would be 100% tax-free. Okay. okay. That's what I'm All saying. Right. Now, if you had those assisted living benefits and you didn't have the long-term care, and uh, you just wanted to take them as a medical deduction, that becomes a whole different scenario. Don't ask me why, but it is. It's a very different scenario. But for the sake of did I receive long-term care benefits for assisted living, and did they equal what at least I paid or more, or, or I mean, or less, then the answer is they're 100% tax-free to you. Okay, let me think about this for a while. I might call you back in a month or so to clarify even further. Well, you know, if you want to clarify it more, you should just call me at the office and, and go over it with me. Then I can look at your specific situation to give you specific information. And, it, you know, it doesn't cost anything, and I'm not going to try to sell you anything. I just want to help you, okay? Okay, Drew. Well, thank you very much. I enjoy your show very, very much. I listen whenever I can. All right, Gary, take care. Good talking to you. So, you know, Chris, there's also a freaky thing, you know, with uh, long-term care. I didn't get into it with Gary, but uh, you got indemnity policies and you got reimbursement policies. And that, that becomes a whole uh, unique situation in and of itself. Fortunately, most of the policies now just follow the indemnity process and we're not gonna, he's not going to have any problems, but uh, that could, that could add a wrench, monkey wrench to the equation. So, sure. Yeah. Anyway, yep. we're here on an open show, Chris. And they're open phone lines. And the phone lines are totally open, I guess, right? 410-922-6680. If you want to call in, you'll be the first up. 410 922-6680 is the way to call in and ask your question. 
410-922-6680 if you want to call in and ask a question. Uh, I, I had one that I was uh, thinking about, but I can't, can't well, remember it. One of the things that I'm a little surprised, we've heard from a few folks of our clients who are living in Florida, but I'm surprised we haven't heard from folks that have homes, second homes in Florida, because, you know, we keep hearing about uh, homeowners insurance down there. And in related things, uh, umbrella policies, and depending on where you are, uh, difficulty uh, with insurances down there. Well, you know, there's no doubt. Insurance is getting expensive everywhere in the country because yep. of the cost of living increases. You know, uh, but uh, in in areas like Florida, where hurricane prone, or South and North Carolina, where you're hurricane prone, or 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 California where you have the wildfires and other uh, issues and so forth premiums are skyrocketing because of the amount of money that insurance companies have lost due to, yep. to these disasters and it, it is difficult and I, I can't uh, say that I don't struggle with it myself occasionally but I do have a relatively cost-effective auto policy and uh, you know as far as looking at what premiums can be my premium on my homeowner's policy is not horrible in any way, shape, or form. Not, more, not much too much higher than what it was in Maryland for my Maryland home. I was paying $2,200, and I'm paying 3600 now. I wouldn't call that a, an awful scenario when you consider how much money they allowed me to save to come down here as a go. There you go. Pay in, there you go. To pay in Maryland. There you go. So. Just, uh, uh, okay, we've got Gary from Dundalk on the line. Let's go to Gary. Hi, Gary. How are you? Great. Good. Welcome to the show. Thanks. What's up? I have been getting a lot of stuff on a TR, TFRA. I need help. TFRA. Yeah. Accounts. TFRA accounts. Well, yeah. they're really popular, obviously, because I've never heard of them. I don't know what it is. Um, really? What's What's a TFRA account, Gary or Chris? Did you figure? That, it's, a, it's something to do with uh, a cash-free uh, retirement account. Do it uh, life insurance and investments. Yeah, ah, I've got no. tax ad, tax advantage resources, tax-free retirement account. Yeah, so that's a that's a marketing gimmick that some insurance agents have been selling for the last twenty plus years, and okay. uh, what they do is they say. You know, look, when you accumulate money in a in an insurance policy, it's 100 percent tax deferred. And and if you borrow the money out, it's tax free. And and Gary, wait, wait for the punchline. When you die, the loan is paid off 100 percent tax free and it's better than a 401k, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, to me. It's a bunch of malarkey. I've looked at this over and over and upside down, and there is no truth to it whatsoever. Um, if I have an extremely high net worth client with a lot of income, okay, and they're fully funding their Roth IRAs, their Roth 401ks, their IR, their 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 you know their 401k plans and other uh, tax advantage vehicles. And we still have a ton of cash flow left over. I might look at the insurance concept as a way to save money as an alternative to the stock market. But even then, I found it to be a losing scenario. But that's that's me. 
Um, the agents are sold. They absolutely believe this wholeheartedly. They have to. That's how you sell things is, is become convinced in your own mind that this is the best thing that anybody can do. I just don't, I just don't see it. I haven't seen it since the first time I've, and, and everyone has their own unique marketing name to it. I've, uh, they they right. used the IRS code for it once also. I can't remember what that IRS code was. The uh, retirement, uh, IRS code, da, 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 retirement plan. And I'm like, what the heck is that? And we look it up and, oh, you're talking about selling life insurance as a retirement plan. So I, I wouldn't fall for it myself, but that's, I would stick with your 401ks and your IRAs and tell the insurance agents to use somebody else for their retirement planning <laughs> because that's a retirement plan for life insurance agents, not for you. <laughs> Thanks. All right, buddy. Take care. Yep. Thanks for calling. We have to take a pause. Uh, we'll be right back with Tom and Towson. That kind of rhymes, doesn't it? I don't know if it does fully, but it sounds good. Tom and Towson, we're going to be back with you after our pause. We're on an open show tonight. We have a few callers we could take, 410-922-6680, if you want to call in while we're on this pause. Take it away, Traffic. This is Drew Tignanelli, and I have a question for you. Is your financial advisor a doctor of personal financial advice? Do you get strategies to reduce taxation, Social Security, Medicare advice, sophisticated retirement planning, investment allocation strategies, estate planning, or help with any issue of money? It is time you do a financial physical with me and my team at the consulate and experience the difference. You hear the depth of knowledge we have about personal finance, so do a financial physical and you'll experience what we believe an advisor should do for you. They should be independent, experienced, credentialed, fee-only, comprehensive fiduciaries. They should be a doctor of personal finance and not salespeople selling you products. Set up an introductory meeting by calling 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or go online, financialphysical.com. That's financialphysical.com. It's time you experience the difference. Back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. We're back. Last 10 minutes of the show, Money, Riches, and Wealth, here with Christopher John O'Shea. And uh, we're going to poetic justice here with Tom and Towson. We do. We've got Tom. Hi, Tom. Thanks for waiting. Welcome to the show. Good evening. Uh, Can you please provide the pros and cons of long-term care insurance versus a whole life insurance policy with a long-term care rider? It's a great question. It is a great question, and it's a difficult one to actually give you a simple answer to, okay? So I guess the easiest way to put it first off is that if your concern is strictly um, providing for long-term care, uh, if you, are you married, Tom? Yes. So if your your main issue is providing for long-term care, if you or your spouse needed long-term care so it wouldn't devastate your inheritance or it wouldn't devastate the surviving spouse, then traditional long-term care insurance is the way that you should be going, okay? 
If, on the other hand, your sole concern is, you know, I want to, um, I want to make sure that I leave money to my children, uh, and uh, I can't really easily get uh, a, a long-term care insurance policy because my health's not that great as far as what they're going to look for in underwriting long-term care, and then I'm going to go for a whole life insurance policy. Uh, but to be honest with you, all right, um, we have rarely ever recommended a client to do the life insurance long-term care thing because if you think about it, you're paying for that life insurance. That is not cheap. You have to pay for that life insurance. And uh, the insurance company saying that one way or another, we're going to put this money out and uh, you're going to pay for it. And it's normally not going to be cheap. So <laughs> you, you just have to be prepared for that. And uh, um, so again, if you're looking to strictly cover the risk of long-term care, long-term care insurance is going to be your better deal than life insurance with a long-term care benefit wrapped into it, okay? Uh, another way to protect from long-term care is to move into a life care facility, you know, where the long-term care protection is built into the facility, all right? So that's another option, um, but economically, you will not find that life insurance to um, be inexpensive, uh, but it does cover some objections that people tend to put up when they buy long-term care. They're like, well, I don't want to pay for long-term care if I'm never going to use it. That's money down the drain. They think that the whole life insurance is a better option because then they're going to get their money back at the end. But, uh, you know, if you really do the math on it, you'll find that that's not 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 a hundred percent true and those life insurance policies really don't provide a tremendous amount of long-term care benefits and uh, out of them anyway unless you're paying a tremendous amount of money into them again okay. it's a very complicated question you have time for one more question yeah go ahead real quick because i gotta go okay. to jim also what are the prospects for dominion resources uh to gain uh, uh um, uh, to go back and, and gain in price, uh, it's suffered. We're talking about the utility company Dominion yeah, Resources. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you you have to keep in mind that the utility index follows the bond market to a lot of degree. Okay, so the bond market's been getting clobbered, and uh, I would not expect. Uh, you know, I would expect a rally in Dominion Resources, just like we're expecting a rally in the bond market. Um, right. But, you know, I don't necessarily know that uh, utility stocks, uh, unless they're a growth-oriented utility, sort of like Exelon. Exelon has some much greater growth opportunities than others do. So you have to look at that. I, I don't really follow Dominion Resources to actually give you a, a firm right. understanding of it. But your, your issue right now is it's following the bond market, and the bond market is getting trunced for the last three years. So, but expect a rally, and in that rally, yeah. that's when well, you have to make your it, decision. It's a good time to get into the bond market. Um, right, it's a uh, great time, but, in my opinion. Yeah. I think the bond market has a lot of interesting opportunities, but that's not a recommendation to anybody. Make sure would we you, say would that. You go 10, yep. 10 years on a treasury? 
Um, you know, I think they're better buys than the U.S. Treasury. <laughs> you know, I think. Play. Yeah. I think, but I can't. I can't really go into detail on all that. Okay. Unfortunately, well, the well, SEC well, has all these rules that what I can and can't say. You know. Right. So, I understand. Well, thank you very, very right, much. Jim. Have a good evening. Thank you. Take Thanks, care. Tom. Let's Take care. Okay, and... we've got two gyms. We've got Jim and then Jim in Ellicott City. So the mystery one is we don't know where this gym's from. Hi, Jim. Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm the gym from Roosburg, Maryland. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. cool. What's up, Jim? I've talked to you before. Um, the, um, yes, I uh, took your advice and called my Erie agent and uh, for my... Um, Go to my G plan. Very satisfied with the um, rates that he gave me. Um, and I talked with my brother who lives in Delaware, and they said uh, they don't write Erie. And well, he's not sure if they write Erie. Erie doesn't do insurance in in Delaware at all. How about Florida? They don't do Florida. They only do uh, Pennsylvania, Maryland, uh, Ohio, West Carolina? Virginia, North Carolina, Carolina yep. Virginia, and that's it. So, oh, North, and I think, okay, North, North Carolina sounds good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> North Carolina. But keep in mind that if you if you have Erie Auto and Home, you can't take it to Florida. But if you have Erie Medicaid or Medicare, I mean Plan G, you can carry that to any state in the country and keep it. As long as you bought it in Maryland, all right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if I buy it now, I, it's got to, it can stay with me for life. Yes, sir. Matter of fact, my wife has her Erie Medicare um, Plan G with Erie, and we live here for three years, and it's been great. All right. Okay. Yeah, that that answered my question. Okay, doke. Thank you very right. much. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling. Okay, uh, we've got Jim in Ellicott City. Jim, hi. How are you? Oh, good. Yeah, Great. I have a question. Um, uh, limitations on um, Roth contributions and uh, AGI, MAGI, both of which I understand are re are reduced if you make traditional 401k contributions? No, no. So the income limit for Roth is irrelevant what you do to 401ks. And uh, it's, uh, well, if you do, it's, we're talking AGI, is, I mean... Uh, 401k contra traditional contributions effectively re reduce right, yeah. the growth you're, AGI you're, and modified AGI income. Yes, you're right. So if you if you make two hundred ten thousand or two hundred twenty five thousand dollars, right. and the limit's two eighteen, and you do traditional 401k, that drops your AGI down or your MAGI down. That you would be able to do the Roth IRA. So you, we always look at that and consider that. Okay, that that's that's what I read. Yeah, if you're doing a traditional 401k contributions, you effectively can reduce your AGI and MAGI, so you can uh, meet the Roth um, contribution limits. Yeah, HSA okay. is another great way to do that, health savings accounts. Uh, also, if you have a spouse that doesn't work uh, and have a, uh, a pension plan, uh, they too can uh, do an, a traditional IRA and reduce your AGI even more to uh, be able to qualify here for the Roth. So there's okay. all kinds of tricky little ways you can get yeah. that down. Okay, very good. That's what I thought. Thank you. Great. All right, buddy. Okay. Great question. I'm sorry Jim. I didn't understand what he was saying at first there. 
I thought he was saying that if you're in a 401k, it affects what you can do for your IRA. Right. Um, but, sure. Uh, no, he was just saying he could he could modify his adjusted gross income by using the traditional 401k to reduce that to get down below. And that was, that's absolutely correct. Yeah. Good. Good thinking. Sure. What right. Else? And to, and yet, uh, one of the things that we do, we often say Roth is the way to go. Yeah. For for a lot of people. Next week, Chris, you and I will be in Fredericksburg, Texas. Everybody's jealous right now. They're just sitting there <laughs> thinking to themselves, I want to be in Fredericksburg, Texas next year, next week. But we're going to be there. They're not going to be. So be jealous next week. We are not going to be here. And I think we're just going to run a great show that we did a year or two ago. Uh, it's a great interview with a person that is well-respected in the industry and I hope you enjoy Pioneer. It. And we'll be back in two weeks. Money, riches, and wealth. This is Drew Tignanelli saying God bless. Love, yes, and show them.